Thoughts, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is here producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How things, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, guys, I mean, you know, you know this for a fact that you make picks every single day. Free picks available, extra points. Dot com. Yes, right there. Free picks. I went, ran into a little stumbling, right? Parley kid, it was tough. You, Harry's had uh, a bunch of losers, but we went three and one yesterday. Right, Harry? Three and one? Did you what? win yesterday? Went you three won. and one. Bassett came <clears throat> through for me easily on the strikeouts, plus my extra points pick was also Darren's pick. We had the Yankees. Yes, that's right. Yankees. 4-0. Harry and I were 4-0 yesterday on our MLB picks. Nice. Now, yes. Brian, maybe not yes. so good for you. You you try to get plus money odds. I had the Yankees uh, game over. That went way over. I don't understand what the hell happened. But um, you try to get the plus money on Alonzo. What, RBI and Lindor for a run or something? Yeah, Lin- Lindor scored. Yeah, yeah, Lindor scored. Alonzo was, was bad last night. All right. But, so uh, listen, I, my, my EP pick hit, my, my WNBA pick. But on the show, we're three yes. and one. That's a 750 clip. If we could just do that the rest of the way, I'm pretty sure we'll make people money, right? <laughs> I mean, we were three and one. Let's do it. Babyface Joel Solomon was in the hospital. Maybe that's good luck for us, Babyface. What happened? Uh, welcome back. I'm glad you're okay. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. I mean, I, I thought I was sick to my stomach because the Yankees lost five straight. That's why I <laughs> thought I was. But um, I came back from Pittsburgh uh, on a red eye and on on Monday morning was just doubled over in pain, uh, went, went to the hospital. I wasn't sure what it was. My wife was convinced because I just destroyed a Primanti sandwich on the flight yeah. in the Pittsburgh airport. <laughs> They have oh, Primantis at the airport. Oh, they do. So, uh. right. So, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Eat like a tuna fish sandwich wrapped in plastic no. that's been sitting there for a week or Primantis. I figured I'd do my luck with made Primanti the right brothers. Move. Yeah. And so the, she Thank thought you. that was it? What, you had pains in your stomach? Is that what was going on? I was either pregnant or uh, <laughs> it turned out at the hospital, I guess I had a, a kidney stone that I had to pass. Um and so my wife, you know, was hoping this would be a wake up call. And she says to the doctor, so this should be a, a sign that he really needs to change his diet. Right. And she's looking at the doctor and the doctor, you know, looks at me and she says, no, no, he this is really just needs to drink more water. And she says, but, right, but, but, you know, he had that Primanti sandwich and he really needs. To, no, no, he, he this is. Just drink more water. Awesome. So, All right. So you got to yeah. drink more water, less permanent. I mean, if permanentes would just pour water, they pour everything else on the top of that permanente sandwich, right? It's like coleslaw and, mm. and 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 French fries on pastrami. Maybe they put kidney stones actually on the coleslaw and French fries. I don't know how it works over there, permanentes. Well, that was uh, the, we, yeah, that was the only thing I did wrong. Clearly, was not get water with it. But uh, <laughs> Harry, Harry was checking in on me all day. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Again. <laughs> well, hey, I was going to save this for later, but um, this came up. This kind of went viral, and I retweeted it. That Kansas City has a Reese's peanut butter pork sandwich, and because we were talking about eating healthy, why the hell not? Um, uh, I'm trying to find here. What is this exactly? Reese's Pieces. Now, they've had it since the beginning of the year. I don't know why this went um, viral just now. Peanut butter cups, pulled pork, yeah. sweet baby raised barbecue sauce, and bacon. And they show it, and it is a catastrophe. 
Um, look at that. I mean, it's, it is so disgusting. But the captain of the Riverboat Casino, he's such a pain in the ass. He he hit us up. He's like, hey, let's put odds on this. Ask the trifecta. Ask Babyface Joel Solomon. What is the most disgusting ballpark food item right now in the major leagues? There's a bunch of them if you look at them. So put odds on it. Like I said, the Reese's Peanut Butter Pork Sandwich, three to one odds in Kansas City. Safeco's Toasted Grasshoppers, five to one odds. Finway's Fluffernutter Fries, 10 to 1 odds, or the field at even. Go ahead, Harry. You're our resident uh, junk food <laughs> eater, so uh, I'm right there behind you. But what do you say? What's yeah. the worst food item or the strangest? Well, well, I will remember. If you remember, Sal, when you had back in the Jimmy Kimmel days, uh, Jimmy uh, Man Show days, uh, you, <laughs> what uh, happened? Is Jimmy Kimmel come- dead? What, what happened? <laughs> wow, this is big news. You, uh, the than first the, time I well, pork the first sandwich. time you were, you were living with him, and the first time you ever uh, had me, you had I came out to see you. You took me to this restaurant and had peanut butter and jelly on the burger. Yeah, and you swore to me it's delicious. I had it, and you were dead right. You were dead on. It was delicious. Um, uh, so from so I will basically try anything as long as it doesn't have sauerkraut, mayo. Or tartar sauce on it. Mm-hmm. And this one, though, it's kind of gross here at Globe Life Stadium, home of the Texas Rangers. They have an alligator corn dog. I've had gator <laughs> once in Tampa. Very chewy, not a big fan. Uh, no gator for me. So it's a corn dog, but instead of like a frankfurter, it's it's alligator and it's it's yes. in a uh, hot dog form. Interesting. Yep. No alligator for you. All right, that's where Harry draws the line. All right, brother Bry, what do you? What's the most disgusting food item in the ballpark? Well, these it's days? not the pork sandwich. I will say two mm-hmm. of my favorite things: pulled pork, peanut butter cups. So I would I would try this. I wouldn't try it at the stadium because mm-hmm. I'd fear I'd shit my pants. So I would not <laughs> do that there. But although I will say it seems a little lazy to just throw regular peanut butter cups on top. I wish it was like homemade peanut butter cups but i'm gonna go i kind of i was gonna agree with harry a little bit there with alligator alligator corn dogs because alligator i've had before it's terrible um and corn dogs i'm not much of a fan of either so the two Mm. of those together is a bad concoction but i will say all of these things kind of remind me we've been talking about this recently it reminds me of the nathan for you show and that like the first episode they create that poo flavored frozen yogurt right? right Uh, which just kind of reminds me of, but I will say the toasted grasshoppers to me seems <laughs> like the worst idea. I mean, again, I've had, I've eaten, I've tried crickets before. I'm fine with that. I'd yeah, probably I be fine. I'd probably be fine with it. I mean, it, it looks gross though. It's a giant bucket. I'm just wondering who would go to a stadium and just want to eat grasshoppers at the stadium. Like I wouldn't mind try if you brought it to a party and say, here, try two of these, like fine. But who's eating this like bucket? Yeah, it's a not a meal. Up. It's I guess you'd pass it around if you had six or eight people at a game and try like just try one. But and if it's toasted enough, you're you could close your eyes and pretend it's anything. But yeah, pretty gross. What does your doctor or baby face say about toasted grasshoppers? Or as long Probably as you, good you chug some water before you ingest. Exactly. As yeah. long as long as you uh, balance it out with water, you should be good. All right. All right. Uh, all right, Polly Kid. What do you say? Yeah, I wouldn't eat any of this stuff at a ballpark, but I have to say it 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 it's something I might try outside of a ballpark. But I'm going to stick with the traditional here, Sal. That's the worst item that's sold at a ballpark. This is very simple. It's those stupid shelled peanuts that they sell oh, at a baseball game. What's the matter with They're you? The worst. They're the talking worst. about. What's wrong with you? No, I I know this would probably piss off a guy like Damashek or something like that, but because it's the tradition of, of everything, but th- what a waste. Of, 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 you know, first of all, the mess it leaves, 
correct? With all the peanut shells all over ah, the place. Just a picture of the you. peanut shells on your scorecard. It's a, it's legendary. It's a it, well, national what, pastime. How is it legend? And, well, that, why does that have to be part of the pastime? I mean, um, pe- I, the shelled peanuts. Does, do you, <laughs> when was the last time you bought shelled peanuts at a, at a baseball we game? We actually sound? do get them. We got them at home. The, we um, when, uh, Opening day here, we bought a whole bunch of peanuts. We tried to replicate it at what it would be as a stadium. Yep. Yeah, and I'm yeah sure, you don't like I'm them? Sure, I'm sure uh, I hate I think there it's a waste of energy to get wow. to the to the peanut <laughs> all that Part work. Look at this grasshoppers, there's fluff, fluffer nutter. I, the, no, the, 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 the peanuts and so what? How many drinks do I have to buy then if I'm eating a bag of of peanuts? Right? How know. thirsty am I by the time yeah. I'm done with the bag of peanuts? Harry, have you? When was the last time you bought a bag of peanuts at a stadium? Never. No. Right. I mean, that's it's never. Just, He's an elephant. They move. just toss it to him. He doesn't have to. <laughs> and I'm fire. a popcorn guy. I'm a. I'll have popcorn too. But like the peanuts is the worst item that could be sold at a stadium. It's time that we wow. removed it from the ballparks. And again, Sal, imagine the manpower that it takes to clean up all those pe- peanut shells. At yeah, the end that's of the not night. my problem. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I, I think uh, I, I think it's. Uh, I think it slows you down, actually, in terms of like eating bad things because it takes time to crack it open. I mean, it's not a crab leg or anything, but it takes time and slows you down and 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 you're eating at a reasonable pace. I do have a peanut story. Mm. Um, we, you know, my father had season tickets for the Jets uh, for so many years and we had these horrible seats and we had horrible people in front of us and behind us. And one guy was particularly annoying, this guy, and he had a hood on and my father was eating peanuts. This is at a Jets game. And was filling the guy's hood with the peanut shells. I, I, there yeah. you go. I can yeah. totally so, see that. I don't know. Uh, I can he's totally probably, see that. If he's still alive, I'm um, still trying to get oh. those peanut shells out of there. So um, <laughs> they could be used for fun. Parlay kid. All right. You know uh, what? I, I, I don't like a lot of, of these. Peanuts. Yankee Stadium has a, a sausage and peppers in a cone with whipped cream, Nutella, and rainbow nerds. I have to. No. I, I made that up. <laughs> I made it up, but I might oh, as well not. Sounded like, good. That's what I, Harry had for dinner last well, night. I, I, think. I just don't like the mixing dessert and entrees. Like Harry, you brought up the whole thing that that was Moe's, that hamburger place that put jelly, peanut butter, and jelly. But the the idea is the jelly is the same as ketchup, basically, right? So it's just the peanut butter you got to get used to. But in general, I don't like mixing desserts and entrees. They're they're separate for a reason. Also, I I get my steps in at a ballpark walking up to the concession stand. So I don't want <laughs> both meals combined, right? I need to separate them. Hot dogs separate from ice cream. Enough of this donut burger shit, churros and chicken broth. Just stop it. That's We have to draw the line. Also, the ballparks themselves should want to keep the meal separate. They really, they should because it's more money for them the more times you get up to buy. I don't know. So I'll go fluff or nut or fries or any combination, even this Reese's Pieces uh, pork sandwich, I don't like. I'm not. Uh, also, Bri, you bring up a good point. These these um, public bathrooms are not equipped for this the mess no. they do to your stomach. Yeah. Well, that's the reason. Yeah, I couldn't try half of that stuff there, and yeah, that's why I would, I would try this at home. Like the fluffernut, I thought fluffernut or fries would be terrible because I hate fluffernut. Like I just hate the fluffernut. But yeah. when you, it's like then I was looking into it. It's like sweet potato fries with a little peanut butter sauce, and then like marshmallow to dip it in. So it's kind of like if you like sweet potato casserole, mm. which I kind of like, I was like, it's got to be 
Listen, okay. I, I'm, not very, okay. I'm not very picky, but they're treating us like we're six-year-olds here, like dipping your <laughs> fries in marshmallow fluff or whatever it is. It's getting a little well, crazy. Sorry, Harry. Sorry, what are we but, yeah. uh, What are we replacing peanuts when you, in the song, Buy Me Some Peanuts and Crackers? Oh, yeah, what, what the hell, What are we kid? replacing uh, peanuts Jeez. Carry it. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I, again, <laughs> popcorn? I, I, over the peanuts? Buy me some, peanut, um, buy me some fluff or nut or fries. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think it works. I don't know. Did you have an answer I, for I this, baby face? Did you look into this? I mean, you got to stay away from all this shit. Uh, well, to be honest with you, one of the grossest and most overrated is, is the captain is going to be unhappy with this. The Dodger dogs are nasty. Oh, come on. They're, yes, the bun outweighs the hot dog. It's like a rail thin <laughs> wiener. I saw they got a bad rating there last, you go. last time out. And and you, 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 you want more of them. If you get a hot dog, you want it to be plump and, and delicious. Mm. And it overtakes the Dodger dogs are gross. And Interesting. Uh, they, should, right. they should be uh, gone with Vince Scully. I, I, I do not like oh. them. I, I don't know. I like I like them fine. I, I prefer the plump ones for sure. But Dodger dogs are like a mile long. It's nice. You last a while. All right. So there you go. That's our take on food. And should we, is that it? Should we just end the podcast now? I feel like we covered a lot. No, no it's Hard Knocks Day, guys. Happy Hard Knocks Day. August 9th uh, starts tonight. Parley kid, I'm glad it's not our team. I feel that oh. way. Uh, Harry, you don't so have a glad. team, brother Bry, right? It's good. You, as long as it's not your team, it's good, right? It's just a lot, a lot of embarrassment you, you get to avoid. But it's kind of perfect with the Lions. You got the coach, Dan Campbell's nuts. You got the local kid, Hutchinson, first rounder. He's going to be featured. Jared Goff isn't very exciting, but maybe they focus on his fiance, who's a SI mm -hmm. swimsuit model. Although that's not saying a ton, right? The, the swimsuit issues nowadays. They, they'd have Hot Tub Harry and me True. in there just to, <laughs> just to seem PC. But who else? Uh, who else, Brian? Jameson Williams, the Bama kid coming back from injury, the yeah. wide receiver. Oh, there's enough meat on the bones. I think it'll be a, a fun thing, right, with the Lions? Well, I think so. I've, I've complained about this forever, though. I, I said this a few weeks ago. I think the Giants, it's about time the Giants get on this damn show. I don't know how mm. they... They Avoid weasel it. their way around this every year. They're supposed to be. If, when you're in the bo bottom few teams, eventually you have to be on it. So I, I wish the Giants would be on it just to ruin their season. But yeah, this isn't bad. I think Campbell, Campbell Campbell's will make it. It'll make he'll make it interesting. I mean, it, yeah, you want to coach who some curses and yeah. is stupid, yeah. and uh, I feel like all the elements are there for right, yeah. right now for the yeah. Lions. So. We're going to go over all the win totals in the league. We'll hit that. We're going to hit college next week. That's our plan. And then after that, all NFL. So in a way, this is the last meaningless podcast in uh, eight or nine months. So uh, enjoy it, everybody, now that I promoted it that way. But um, looking just real quick, I asked you guys to pick your favorite Lions prop, either player prop or uh, team prop. Their over-under wins is at six and a half. The over is minus 125. Uh, I'm trying to look at some other stuff to make the playoffs. The yes is plus 410. The no is minus 600. So to win the NFC, they're 55 to one to win the division. Where are they here? They are plus 950. Not looking good for a team that went 313 and one last year. Uh, Parley kid, you found the way around the six and a half. You're going to take, they have adjusted totals all over the place. There's so much, oh, so much we could dig into, but you like under seven and a half wins. Yeah, I'm going to adjust it. I, I'm laying a, a good price here at minus 190 mm. uh, to get under seven and a half. 
Um, but what is it about this Lions team that would make you think there's a five-game improvement coming for them to be 8-9, and nine, almost a uh, 500 team? I don't see it. They have made some improvements. I think their offensive line is getting better. Uh, Goff is serviceable to, serviceable to me at best with this type of cast, maybe like the cast he had with the Rams. He was uh, a better quarterback, but uh, he's not winning more than six or seven games with this team as currently uh, constructed. This team is on the rise. I think they're getting better, but they're mm. not ready to make a jump to eight wins here yet. So, so I'll take the adjusted at minus 190, laying a heavy price, but yeah. I still think that's pretty good value for a team that I don't think really probably gets over the six and a half, but I'm playing it really safe here. Yeah, they're a weird team, right? Because I don't know. Because Well, they had... They were three thirteen and one. They won three of their last six last year, right? Yeah. And I was freaking out because I think I had them and the Texans both under four and a half or something weird. And it really came down to the so what what happens with this team that they tied against Pittsburgh. They had a bunch of close games. That's the thing. They had six or seven yep. competitive close games. Yep. But you're right, Parley Kid, for a jump from three to seven would be tremendous in the division that has the Packers and that and, that, and the improved right. Vikings. I'll say it, Harry. And, I do like the Vikings this year. So right, they um, got those two teams. So let's face it: did, did they blow? Did you know those close games where they were they a sign that they were getting closer, or did they lose opportunities to win games that right. they may never get back again? You know what yeah. I mean? So sure, like they the thing, maybe 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 they should have been a seven win team last year, but I don't. I just still don't see where they're going to pick up five wins. They're added games. They play the AFC East and the NFC East. Their added games are pretty uh, as good as you could ask for Seattle, Jacksonville, and at Carolina. I mean, as good as, as easy as you could ask for. I'm trying to look at some other stuff. They play the bills on Thanksgiving. Of course we have to be subjected to that. Yeah. Um, You know, they picked up DJ Chark. I'm looking at some of their moves here. Obviously I, I mentioned Hutchinson and Williams. Uh, Here's the thing, though. I think they, and Harry, this flies in the face of what you say. You say you're betting their first win won't come until week four versus Seattle. I think they have an easy first four. Home versus Philly. I mean, not that that's easy. They'll be an underdog. Home versus Washington. Should be favored or close. At Minnesota. Okay, probably a loss. And then home against Seattle. I think they actually go three and one, Parley Kid. I have them at seven wins, but going three out of their first four. Harry, you don't think it happens Mm. till week four versus Seattle. Right, and you can get plus mm-hmm. 500 on that. Look, you mm-hmm. mentioned week one, home versus Jalen Hurts in Philly. Uh, last year on Halloween, Detroit got pummeled by Philadelphia by 38. Week two, you mentioned it's uh, Washington. Carson Wentz and the Commanders, uh, believe it or not, Wentz is 0-3, lifetime versus Detroit. What are the chances somebody starts 0-4 versus Detroit? I think uh, Dotson, the <laughs> uh, rookie 50-50? that they got. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> what other quarterbacks ever gone 0-4 against Detroit? Who cares? For, for, he's forever. got three. It's well, not like he's uh, starting okay. from scratch. Well, still, he's already got three. Still yeah. very okay. poor, very right, poor they, secondary they of Washington. Detroit. Yeah. And game three, week three, I mean, my man, Captain Kirk Cousins and crew take care of business, of course. Mm. And then if you want to skip week four, just for a second, week five, New England, week six is a bye. Seven is Dallas. Eight is Miami. Nine is Green Bay. Mm. So it's going to happen in week four at home as they take on the down Seattle Mm. Seahawks. Seattle, Somehow it's seven and ten last year. They were were seven and ten. Worst season Seattle in a while, but. They did hang 51 on the Lions in week 17. Wilson had four touchdowns. That's not happening with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. And in week three, Seattle gets, get like I said, Seattle gets at home. 
but this could be a win for them and mm. then come out flat. They get Atlanta yeah. in week three. They go to Detroit. So week four is it. Okay. I'm just trying to figure it out. So Seattle killed them last year, but that's not happening again. But Carson Wentz can't beat the Lions. Uh, that's happening though. That, but all right. I don't know. I'll, we'll figure it out. But five to one isn't bad. I just think I think right, easy, they could lose that game that too. But I'm going to say, I'm say Washington pulls it out. Wentz, Wentz has a new start. He pulls that game out. I am them beating the Eagles, mm. but uh, uh, struggling the rest of the way. The, the problem with this parlay kid, just for an over under win, is that at Green Bay to end the season, you just never know if it's if it's going to mean anything, right? So if they're yeah, if, that's if, that's if, always if a, they're uh, seven and nine, which is you know a lofty prediction right there. It, that that game sucks because. Oh, the Packers well, laid down for them last year in Detroit, right? That's how they won that could last you, year. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's a tough one, but I, I guess you could say that about every over-under you're going to be taking, right? Yeah, yeah, the most yeah. Part, yeah I'm so. just, it always, they always seem to end with Green Bay, though. It always seems right right there in the yeah, game, week 17 true. or 18. All right, uh, Brother Bry, you and I are taking player props for this team. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, uh, over 850 and a half receiving yards. You know, he was... If you really watched those games last year, especially late in the season, he was fantastic. I really mean, as good. a rookie, he was really, really good. And yep. like when you look at his numbers, in his yep. last six games of the season, he had 51 receptions. He scored in five of his last six games. He was almost as yep. good as any receiver late in the year. So, you know, I know they added some pieces. It's going to, you know, Chark is there. And I know Williams eventually will be back, but he'll miss. He'll probably miss a little bit of time, but he's going to be a bigger part of this offense. I do like yeah. I do like parts of this Detroit offense. It's too bad that Goff is there, mm. um, but you know he did play in all seventeen games last year. I think he has a, a further breakout year this season. So give me uh, over eight hundred and fifty and a half yards. Yeah, you were right about uh, St. Brown there. Week 13 on, he was like a top two or three receiver. I, can yeah, we bet really on who will be the quarterback on Thanksgiving? Um, uh, forget Goff. I mean, you don't even include him. It's Tim Boyle <laughs> or David Blau, right, at this point? I mean, it should be <laughs> minus, one should be minus like 140. The other should be plus 120. I think that's how we do it. same guys every year. Yep. Um, yep. Hey, listen, I suck with these player props because I'm just going to go under in all of them because I like to make money. Um, you, you wouldn't know it by my picks, but I can, I'm telling you, these under props for running back specifically make money. DeAndre Swift under 850 and a half. It's funny. I'm looking yeah, at these. I looked at that. I feel yep. like they give, they've given up a little bit. The odds makers like Akers, Swift, Zeke, Miles Sanders, all 850 and a half. Um, Connor, Montgomery, Gibson, all 825. Barkley, I swear it was 850, but now it's like 900. I thought it was like 850, 875, but now he's up to 900. Everyone's saying there's a breakthrough. Uh, but as far as Swift, it's concerned. 521 two years ago, 617 last year. He's a good receiving back. He caught almost 110 balls in two years. Not really a grinder. I know he had 33 carries versus Pittsburgh, but he averaged four carries over the last three games. So in general, not a, a workhorse. If you're in a deep fantasy league, he's going to be your number one back probably, and you're going to have to be happy with it. But uh, Jamal Williams will get some carries. They recently signed Justin Jackson like a week ago. He'll eat up some carries. I'm boring. I'm not fun at all with these running back yardage totals. This is no exception. I'm going under here. But now this is all before we saw a frame, even a frame of hard knocks. Maybe we change our minds. But yeah. I don't think so. But again, another, another uh, sign that the season is upon us. Very exciting. Um, not exciting for Jets fans. My God. Mackay Becton uh, and the Jets are screwed again. What did he break his kneecap? It's freaking terrible. 
That sucks. It's it's a bad loss. Last week he had uh, there was a viral clip of him like uh, bull rushing the coach through the goalpost, basically like, all right, this is exciting uh, for the Jets, and now he's out, and they just can't mm. get a break. This is um, I think two off seasons ago they traded Jamal Adams like this week, right? <laughs> the, the the like this yeah. second week in August, like they can't get out of the the preseason's worse than the regular season for the Jets, but anyway. Uh, that's that for the Jets. Um, what's their over under? Is it the same as? Is it the same as the Lions? The Jets are five and a half. Five and a half. The overs minus one sixty. I don't know. May have to revisit that. That sucks. You guys catch uh, Rogers with Big Cat? That was pretty good. I didn't. I didn't see it. No, it was good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, it's hard to hate him. He's he's fun. Like we get so mad when he gets a tattoo. It's just stupid already. Wait a, a second. Now, now we're all on Roger. We killed him last year. I, I was know. The one guy, I know. I'm, I'm I turning was the around. One guy on the, the I don't Rogers love him. Guy. Now, now, now we're no coming. Right, uh, I think he's full of shit, but then he's doing research and stuff. And I, I still <laughs> think that's nonsense. But, um, you know, we don't yeah. have to get mad when he comes out with long hair or a, a tattoo or Whatever. something. He's, yeah, and he's good natured. He's, uh, and Big Cat was funny. But check it out. Um, it's good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun. And, uh. I mean, he really just takes it to him about how much he hates him. He's like, I hate you. And when you got hurt, you broke a collarbone. I forget what which bear put him out. Like he had pictures of that. It was, a, it was the Vikings. Was it the Vikings? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it wasn't the bear. Right. It got right. It was the Vikings that did it. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll talk more baseball. All right, Mets, Yankees, good days for them on Monday. Mets 5-1 to one over the Reds. Chris Bass is a stud out there. Good for you, Harry. He had over, what'd you have, over yeah. five and a half strikeouts? Yeah, looked good with eight. Yeah, uh, and this winning is contagious, especially against terrible yeah. teams. So the Mets will keep it going. Marte homered early. Um, they play again tonight. Parley Kid, your Yankees won, jumped out on, the, on mm. Seattle. That was nice. Judge, home run number 44. I saw somewhere, maybe this changed, that the, I think Fandle had under 61 and a half was minus 280. Can we move that? What are we doing now with wow. that? Why, why do we have to have a minus 280? Can't you just make it 62? Ooh. What's going on there? But uh, that yeah. seems about right. Um, Padres, 23 innings without scoring a run. Is that damaged goods? I'm not, I'm not sure what the hell they did. <laughs> Good Lord. Imagine now they have hundreds of millions on the payroll and they're going to have like five, $15 million players. And, and my over under bet, uh, 89 and a half wins is, is now, oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, now a thing. Now I think wow. their projected totals 87. So they cannot score. You're going to have to score if you're going to get over uh, 89 and a half wins. That's for sure. Um, it's so funny. Paulie kid, like, I, they have, they still have uh, to make the playoffs odds. The White Sox, yes, is minus one fifty. They're two and a half back. It seems like if you bet them every day, which I think the Parlay Kid and I do, oh. it seems like they can't win two games in a row. But they're actually six and three in their last nine, and now they have a doubleheader, I think, against the Royals tonight. But that's great. I guess I've been on all three of those losses. <laughs> it seems like. That's I mean, for sure. the yes is minus one fifty. They're like three out. Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, at the All Star break, Sal, when we went over, when we each picked a team, I took the White Sox, and at the All Star break, they were minus. I said yes, and they were minus one forty two. So it's right, right interesting. around. Interesting. All right. Well, I guess six and three in the last week and a half or so. I mean, will help Sal, you. you have to say. I mean, it does help. I mean, Dylan Cease. I, I, he should be getting. 
This yeah. guy's given up like four earned runs in his last like 70 innings or something like that. It's, it's incredible. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. He's been unbelievable. I think his, you know, I do have him for, um, I do have him for uh, Cy Young. Is that what they call it these days? Yeah, they yeah. still call it the Cy Young. Um, and, and, and I think he's still third, right? It's not going to happen. What do we have? Verlander top, minus one top four. Oh, he's a second. He's three to one now. Is he? Is he now? I, I believe it. And they're top wow. four. That top four or five in that lineup when when they're all in it are really good. I, right. I just, I mean, they. What's the money line on McClanahan now, Sal? It's uh plus six fifty. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. I just I feel like every loss that we we get a, a twenty oh. minute long cutaway to Tony Larusa and it's like, oh, this team sucks. What what are they doing? But six out of the last nine. I was gonna make that thing where they haven't won two in a row, but they they I think they've won the four to six or something, something crazy. But anyway, it's time for our underdog picks of the day. Harry, let's do this. I am gonna take Marcus Stroman, yes, local Long Island boy, under 93 and a half pitches. This is my new thing. I get on underdog, I bet under pitches, and then I scream when yep. batters have like a 12 pitch at bat. But Stroman. Under, I know this is not the tallest of tasks facing the reeling Nats, but he's gone under 93 and a half pitches six of his last seven games. In fact, only 94 plus twice this season. That's in 14 starts. I'm playing the percentages. Nats break out a little. Stroman exits in the sixth. I'm taking mm. under 93 and a half on the underdog app. Harry, how say you? I am going to take more total bases. I'm going to take the Nats, Luke Boyd, over the Cubs, Patrick Wisdom. Since joining Washington, Boyd mm. has two total bases or more in four or five games, had a home run last night, in is three for six lifetime versus Stroman. Meanwhile, Patrick Wisdom is batting just 220 on the season and has failed to achieve two or more total bases in a game in nine straight games and mm. 11 of his last 12 plus in his last eight games. He struck out 12 times. So it doesn't take much wisdom. To know, boy, oh no, is the play here? Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, <laughs> it doesn't take much wisdom to know that Harry's bragging that he's undefeated with these underdog picks. So you guys know what to do. Go the other three zero and one, baby. <laughs> please, please <laughs> sign up now with code Cousin Sal and you'll double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of ten dollars or more. Deposit a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars free. Yes, the easiest way to get some action on the NFL. Forget about this head to head. That's fun. You make your daily money up until the NFL, but best ball prize. The pool is here. $10 million in total prize money, three prizes of a million dollars or more. You just enter the contest on the underdog website or app draft the team. And that's it. No waivers, no trades, no in-season management. Underdog gives you your best score each week and the highest scoring drafts at the end of the season. Plus they're going to double your first deposit. Like I said, hundred bucks when you sign up promo code cousin Sal Four free entries. Yes. Into the best ball mania. Three, head to underdogfantasy.com or the app store. Sign up for underdog with promo code Cousin Sal today. All right, uh, Parley Kid, Brother Bry, you have picks right there on the extrapoints.com, right there on the site. Parley Kid, Garrett Cole, I, I got to stay away from Cole. I can't bet him. I got to stay away for at least three starts. I can't bet on him because it's loser after loser after loser. Uh, but you are sticking at least with this over uh, seven and a half Ks. Is that what you're doing with? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm uh, going to take Cole uh, over seven and a half Ks at minus one sixteen. Uh, he's actually come in on this in four out of his last five starts. Even in that brutal start last game against Seattle, we allowed six runs in the first inning. He did strike out eight over those six innings. 
Yeah, they're oh, like, screw you, uh, you're staying in. You're not going to screw up our, no. our whole rotation for the week. You the, stay stay in there and take Well, I think the that, and that's part yeah. of it, too. And and Cole normally bounces back after poor starts with really good performances. I can't say that about his last three starts. So mm. he is due for a really top-notch performance today. Maybe getting get back to his Get out of the first original. inning, Darren. Well, yeah, get look, out. <laughs> if, he, if he gets out of that first inning unscathed, Harry, we're talking seven innings, about uh, 10, 11 strikeouts. Well, why doesn't he pitch uh, the second today. inning? So, like, don't they have a first inning specialist? Just put him in the second <laughs> inning. Or, or is his what? first right. inning always his first inning, no matter what? Yeah, I guess it's hot. It's an existential question. Interesting. All right. Brother Bry going against the Padres, right? Good Lord. What happened? Yeah, I'm going with the Giants at plus 144. You know, it's hard. It's hard to back the Padres as this big of a favorite tonight. You know, yeah. we, we just talked mm. about it before, but they've lost five straight. They've scored seven runs in those five games. And then when you look at the Giants, Cobb has actually been pretty good for the Giants since the beginning of July. He was terrible early in the year. And then for the Padres, for as good as Musgrove's been, they've lost six of his last seven starts. So I feel like, you know, getting the Giants here plus 145, I think it's a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I just thought, you know, you can't lay minus 170 right now at the Padres. They just, not until they prove they can they can hit, um, I think it, you got to take the back the Giants here. Yeah, we probably shouldn't take minus 170 on any um, game in second week in August. But yeah, it's a, for a team that just doesn't score lately, I don't care what the names say on the back of the jerseys. Plus 144 is a nice play. You know, you mentioned, Brian, yesterday, the Orioles. It's the Dodgers are number one run line, right? And then the Orioles. Yeah. 12 yep. and 5 now after yesterday's win. 12 and 5 in the last 17 as underdogs. That's pretty great. Yeah. Pretty good really team. Good. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yep. I like this uh, yep. playoff stuff. All right. Let's go right to the NBA. Uh, as bad as things were for the Jets, an even worse day for New York hoops teams, right? First of all, you have three Knicks, <laughs> three Knicks, Randall, Julius Randall, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Brunson. I don't know who they were two teamed with. Maybe they were the other two were like me and Harry, but they lost to just like regular guys, right? Um, what happened here, Babyface? Where was this? It was at a, uh, I think, a Nike Pro City, like a, a pro am. But yeah, pretty much yeah. it was guys that have uh, day jobs, and uh, three Knicks were were on the uh, opposing team: uh, Brunson, Randall, and Toppin. And uh, they lost. So they're already in regular season shape, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Toppin I, I, still can't shoot. I, I like how they frame it. Like, uh, yeah, these guys had day jobs. You know, they, they went to work the next day. I'm trying to think, like, would you take, Bri, would you take the next day off? Or is that the best day ever to go to work? You could brag about beating oh. the Knicks. Yeah, I think you uh, I think you go to work. Yeah. I think you go to work. That's a fun conversation to have. I guess it depends what you do for a living, but it's a uh, yeah. pretty demoralizing parlay kid. Um, don't worry about <laughs> it. The Knicks were 80 to one to win the title before the, they lost to uh civilians and now they're still 80 to one. So don't, don't, don't give it too much thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I, it, you hear, this isn't the first time this has happened though. I mean, of course, when the Knicks players, yeah. when this happens to the Knicks, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that LeBron just lost in a game like this or, um, Trey Young, Trey Young as well, with a bunch of his teammates in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, with Murray. I think uh, they just lost in one of these type of games. I don't know. I I can't imagine if these guys are really playing to win. Um, Listen, it's been. Well, I've been saying that? this for years. No these NBA players, they all suck. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Isn't that it? No, I, it is weird. Uh, you, you feel like they should never, ever lose, right? Well, who's, why can't Randall get a layup every time he wants against those I guys? Mean, probably teed up on him. It's unlike the NBA players. NBA uh, players don't know how to play interesting. <laughs> that's not a bad, yeah. Good point, Harry. Yeah. Good point. All right, Harry. Now, the other uh, pain in the ass, uh, Kevin Durant right there in Brooklyn, um, he reportedly told Nets owner Joe Tsai to choose between him or Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Uh, so it's him against those two. I don't know what you do if you're the Nets owner. And then Kyrie comes to his defense. I'm not sure if Durant wants that either, but reports were that Kyrie actually doesn't like those guys either. Marks and Nash says they, they don't know what they're doing. Um, ben Simmons also doesn't like them. Vladimir Putin, oh. Alex Jones. There's a long <laughs> list of very stable personalities. Nets 15 to one to win it all. Harry, well, what do you take from this other than um, just shut well, up and let football take over? Yeah, right. Exactly. So I'm look, Nash may not know what he's doing, but still the arrogance of Durant. He's just so unlikable now. I mean, him, Irving, you mentioned James Harden, such entitled jerks. I mean, Russell Wilson, uh, was traded to the Denver Broncos. He didn't want to go there. He didn't say he's going there. He was traded there. He doesn't get to call the shots. Who are yeah. these guys in the NBA just calling their shots where they're going to play? I mean, Durant, you were horrendous in the playoffs against New, uh, against uh, Boston. You, uh, you know, in this last 100 shots overall, 37 of uh, 100 with 27 turnovers. And you're going to call your shot. The only reason why you got rings is because of the Splash Brothers or else you'd have none. Yeah. Well, that's Steve Nash's fault that he's shooting so poorly. No, I I just, I, I, it's hard to feel bad for any owners. I mean, these guys are billionaires many times over, but what the hell is this guy? Game three shot six of 11 from Boston. 11 shots when they needed him. So now what do you do, Parley kid? You get rid of Nash and uh, I mean, whatever, I guess it's, um, well, the the team will be a lot worse, I guess, if Durant's not there versus if Nash is released, but Uh, this is not the way we go about it. Yeah. It's a player's league. Durant, forced his way kind of to the nets. I'm sure Durant had his hands in who was getting hired as the coach uh, mm-hmm. with the nets with, with, with Nash. I've, I, I've always been hard on Nash. I don't think Nash uh, for some reason, you know, he didn't have any really coaching experience per se. Um, right. uh, and you know, he seems to be a bit of a clapper like Jason Garrett uh, of uh. our Cowboys, but you have to figure that Nash does know basketball. I mean, this guy, um, it was, it was one of the greatest point guards all the time, saw the court tremendously well. <laughs> I'm sure can uh, draw plays. I, what is he he's doing wrong? Know the is game. he starring the wrong guys? Plays, like, though, Darren, like, yeah, well, that, is Durant Irving really listening to plays well, on, that's the, the, on thing. the board I don't, that Nash is right. drawing up? Really? I don't. Well, how, how about this? these guys. How does it help Nash when Durant's taking half the season off? Yeah. And, right. and Kyrie's taking half the season off. How does that help these guys? These guys sit out whenever they want to with these phantom injuries mm-hmm. that they have that I don't buy. And, and then, God you know, forbid you got to play three t- games in five it does days. Bother, yeah, it does bother me. I, I, I've i said I don't think Nash is a great coach, but now uh, Kyrie hates Nash. Yeah. He hates the GM. I mean, these are strong words to throw around. Nash seems like, if anything, he does seem like he's a pretty darn good guy. Yeah. Right? No matter what you want to say. So give me a break. These guys should cool their jets, play basketball, make their 50 plus million dollars a year, especially in Brooklyn, where nobody cares about you. Nobody cares Mm -hmm. about the Brooklyn Nets. 
And that's Nobody. why I feel bad for this owner, right? He's like, well, the fans are mad at us because um, they attend these games and either Irving or Durant is not playing in most of them, right? Uh, the players are mad at us. And now I have to make a decision. He did actually come out and say, our front office and coaching staff have my support. We'll make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. But yeah, they got him by the balls. I don't know what you're going to do. The Nets, uh, Nets 15 to one to win the whole thing. Bri, is it worth wow. it? Did they settle this? I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet them. I wouldn't yeah. bet them. I mean, I haven't liked them the last few years. Although I do think, I, I mean, I think it's going to come down to Nash being gone, right? Because then it's like, yeah, it, he's got to go. He's got to go at this point. Yeah. Like, unless you can get, you know, unless you're getting your six first rounders for Durant or whatever you're getting, like, sorry, like it sucks, but he, he's like, he's gone. I think Kevin Durant, his best move would to be to team up with these guys that beat the Knicks yesterday. I mean, this is a force. Uh, as far as I know, this team is undefeated. They like to play together. They oh. have a good work ethic. They, you know, they have oh regular jobs gosh. that they have to attend. So uh, that's the way to do it. Find out who they are. Latch on to that squad. Uh, oh. All right. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. If you want to email us, that's cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Parley kid, it slowed down the correspondence regarding your um, poison ivy. So I think you're on your own. You got some good advice. One was no. bleach. Somebody said gasoline and then aloe vera. So how how is that? Uh, first yeah. of all, before I read anything, it's uh, it's it's I you know I still have some remnant like scarring from it mm. right now. You know some some stuff that will uh, clear up, but uh, no uh, itch free for the oh, uh, most part. So, so itch it was the, free. Ster- uh, the steroid mostly, or it's, um, I would assume that's what really helped me out. Dawn detergent. Yes. All right, it's common. Is it more mental and, now, Darren? More mental. <laughs> what? It's it's poison ivy is always mental. You got to You got to just you got to bear through it. You know, you got to be expert really on all down. things mental. Um, yeah. Darren, right, Darren so- with the, Darren, I will say Darren with this poison ivy looked like he had like major knee surgery. Oh, no. He's got scars all over his legs. Really? Yeah, I have like a I have it's like it's almost like as if the poison ivy ran up my leg and left like oh, it has like sucks. a raised scar that looks like I had knee surgery, like major knee surgery. I yeah. Scott's got cuter <laughs> legs. Yeah, I, 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 we're heading out to Brooklyn. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I want to be around you, Parley kid. You, uh, yeah. gonna, everybody going to walk around with poison ivy now? Sit next to you at but a you Met game? Once <laughs> you, you won't be able to get it. At all right. All, so I'm totally uh, good. Totally good. S- someone did write in Kyle Des Desormo Desormo. It's a French yeah. name. Uh, yep. I'm definitely a degenerate when it comes to betting and I have bet on baseball almost every day since opening day. God bless you. Previous years. I sucked at baseball betting this year. I tried this looking at the projected wins before the season and I picked the blue Jays and the Dodgers. Interesting. I placed $2 single bets on both of them each game. And if they played on the same game, I would parlay them. My results so far is up $80 and 30 cents. It's pretty good on a $2 bet Not with bad. August and September to go. Uh, next year, I'm going to bet more. Good. Maybe 5 to $20 a game parlay. <laughs> I'm writing you this because on a podcast, you guys were talking about betting the Dodgers and against the Nats, just getting winners. I don't know if this theory could work with the upcoming football season. What teams would I pick? I don't know. Uh, thanks for reading this. If you got this far, I hope this makes sense. Kyle. Denimo. Nice. Yeah. All right. Good for you, Kyle. Yeah. I don't know why he would pick the Blue Jays. I got What was their win total, Brian? Were they... 85 were they expected uh they were they were five? pretty high yeah were they no, in the they 90s were, they, were, they were yeah i think so they were probably they were probably about 90 93 right? oh were they were all they? right i don't know i don't know what i'm talking although about. i think they from a betting perspective i think they they're not great 
from a run line this year. I get, you know, the Dodgers well, probably take help up that with out Kyle. a lot. Dod- Dodgers help out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to – you're probably not going to go 0-2 most days with those with those teams. That's for sure. But we'll have to trust them that he's up oh, uh, money. Nice. There you go. All right. So uh, Harry's coming out here to watch my children. Um, and so uh, I don't know. Should I call um, – Child Protective Services on myself. I'm not sure how this works. <laughs> I don't know. Is Angie never had a problem before. No? We've never had a, never had one issue before. We haven't, but I brought this up, and uh, apparently Harry is sending other extra points employees um, weed and like just getting them out of their mind stone. Oh. This is what I'm hearing. I don't know. Really? Rumor. Rumor has it. <laughs> you know, so it's funny that you mentioned that, Sal. Go ahead. Because. Um, she said it was great I've, stuff. Uh, by I didn't know if she you said it was that, great. That's uh, smart. So now it's down to two, three. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Harry hasn't really mentioned uh, our, his pal Ben Kelly, but you know they're pals oh. again now. Is that I don't right? Know if you guys know this, yeah, I got uh, <laughs> I got the messages here to Look prove it too, right from Ben. Uh, ben sent me some personal correspondence. This is his nemesis with Harry. over. Uh, well, it was over nemesis. I was tr- yeah, yeah. yeah we, I was. Uh, yeah, he actually asked him. He actually asked him if he would like to smoke weed with him. That's what Harry oh. asked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said, prob- "You probably don't." Again, so there you go. But he, uh, but he, he does. Him, and also, I had, a little, if I had would, a little plant. Of course, you didn't do. Yeah, the plant don't. didn't work yeah. out. He asked him if he would like to meet him at the Cheetah Strip Club in Vegas. Hmm. This is what Harry's asking him. Um, yeah. Brian, listen, Brian, Brian's loud. I told what? Brian. Brian knew all about this. I yeah, told this is what. Like, so I like Harry's plays like he's the cheetah. Yeah, like, yeah. This oh, is what go, Harry's asking. We were asking. going there. Well, here's the thing. We were going there. Ben Kelly was going to join in. It was me, Ben, um, and we were going to go to Cheetahs, and hopefully, and Martin Weiss was going to be there. Martin would have joined us. This is last week. Oh, this is going to be last we week. Were hope, yeah. We were hoping to uh, meet up with the Godfather. And the four of us were going to smoke together and send you guys a picture. That would have been funny. Interesting. Yeah. But he, I feel like he took a shot at you. Um, not like in the last 24 hours on Twitter. No. Sure. He has. It's Harry, right. uh, it's right. Harry does in the text in, in, in this thing with Ben goes off on Canadian people for some reason. Mm. Um, I don't know how, how that happened. <laughs> because, because, um, because during spring training, spring training used to be fun down here in Phoenix and Scottsdale where you could go for, you know, Go for 10 bucks, go for 15 bucks. But now all the snowbirds from Canada come down here and wow. eat up all the tickets. We love our Canadian and like brothers. If you, you want to go to a, you want to go to a <laughs> Saturday on. preseason game between the Cubs and the Giants in Scottsdale. You got to pay one hundred and twenty five dollars for lawn seat. <laughs> what? And, and by the way, he stood he stood Ben up then. Then he, he stood him up. Never met him in Vegas. That I'm, was I'm, I'm looking back yeah, at Ben Kelly's it. Twitter feed. Does he only tweet tweet about Harry? Like. I like all right, that, here's a, like a Ted Cruz thing. I guess he he leans a little right. He but, wasn't. But it's he like wasn't Harry and Ted just, Cruz is all all he, uh This is crazy. Yeah. He, he was just at SummerSlam <laughs> in Nashville. He was there. This is what yeah. he says. Oh, so Harry. Oh, Harry was zero six right before yesterday. Since Harry only gives out minus picks, so that means big favorites. Isn't it actually harder to go zero and seven than it would be to go seven and zero? That's true. Harry's had a lot of minus 140s, at least one <laughs> minus 230. So going 7 and 0 would have been easier than 0 and 7. This is good. All right. So he's not wrong, Harry. He's not wrong about that math. Baby but they're face. friends, though. They're friends now. Back so they're good friends. Okay, that's good. We want peace, right? We're going into this football season. Yes. Babyface, what do you think about this? 
it's crazy. I mean, some people extend an olive branch and Harry extends, extends a strand of weed. So this is, uh, <laughs> yeah. honestly, if they're, if Harry and Ben Kelly can reunite, there's a chance LeBron and Kyrie can. So God bless him. Good. Good. That's how we have to look at it. All right. God bless him. Hey, I think we're going to go to this true. Mets game. Me, the parlay kid, brother, Bry, uh, maybe a few others. We're going to figure it out. Friday night, Scherzer's pitching against the Phillies. Phillies have someone good going that day too. Um, and uh, Suarez, yeah. right? Uh, might as well. We're right? putting yeah. a lot of money on the Mets that night. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of Mets. I, I agree. You're I agree. agree. We have on the Mets you're no. never going to oh, Heck them. yeah. You know, Sal, I, I, I did that when we went to that 2015 playoff game when Harvey pitched against the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah, right? against the Cubs, I put a t- I put a ton. You did. On the Mets. You're still rolling your t- eyes every time the Mets got excited. I put excited. a ton on the yeah. Mets. No, I think that was you running over that guy. But I had an unfortunate but- <laughs> accident at the end there. I don't know what happened. But well, yeah. like they say, dead men tell no tales. Sal, so. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> that could have gone so much worse. One day I'll tell that story. Anyway, uh, I ended up flying like three rows and busting my teeth on a practical joke that I was pulling on someone else. But, uh, <laughs> There you go. So uh, that's that. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. We have Brian Gewertz coming on later in the week. He has a new book out, a wrestling book uh, that's gotten, uh, it's going to get a lot of uh, pro wrestlers angry and they're going to just kick his puny ass is what is going to end up happening. Uh, but listen for that. That's later in the week. That'll do it for another episode of Against the Odds for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon back from the hospital and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. No, no, no.